Hi everyone, welcome to Mysteries in Paradise. I am Jen, joined as always by Jared. Good evening. How's it going, Jared? Pretty good. I like the trans the seamless transition to Mysteries in Paradise. It's very nice. It's very nice. Yeah, since we hardly ever do any murders, we decided to change the name to Mysteries in Paradise. It's less bloody minded and more inclusive. Yeah. Um so this week we're actually doing kind of an ongoing mystery. Active mystery. Yeah. Um so let's just jump into it. So we live on Sugarloaf Key and on November 22nd, a guy named Jason Heath went missing from our key and he's still missing and it's pretty mysterious. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. And um, so his, I'll just start off by saying his family has a website called Find Jason Heath. So it's Jason like the normal spelling and then H-E-A-T-H uh, dot org where they have all the info that we're talking about today. But like this literally is a thing that like showed up on our next door. And yeah. For what, like one good thing on next door. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Jason goes out on November 22nd. He has a 25 foot, um, console boat. So that is, you know, it's like a boat and it's got like the hump in the middle, but it doesn't have a cabin usually like it's right. not like a yacht. Yeah. No, it's kind of like a go, especially here in the Keys, like tons of people have them and use it to like go out into the back country, which is just like the non-road islands yeah. and go fishing. Yeah. yeah like hang out. Um, so he was only going to go out for a little, a short little trip. He wasn't going out into the Atlantic. He was going towards the Gulf side kind of. So we always talk about the one road through the Keys, right? Route one. <laughs> and um there's a ton of islands on the gulf side of route one route one's much closer to like the atlantic side of the keys and so if you want to go into for us right sugarloaf kind of like on all the keys though like route one kind of runs there's not a ton of islands on the atlantic side of the road that's true but there's a lot of uninhabited islands that's right yep yep, on the gulf side um so if you're gonna go out and you're not going like deep water fishing you go on the gulf side and there's, you know, I mean, it's not long, but there's, you know, a bunch of tiny little uninhabited islands out there and sandbars and people just hang out um, and certainly go fishing. So he's going out on Monday, November 22nd. So this is just before Thanksgiving. He lives on our key on Sugarloaf Key. He leaves around 2 p.m. He's going out for a short little trip. And and then he just disappears, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, so... So let's go through kind of the timeline. So he leaves his house on Sugarloaf Key. He actually comes past our house, I think. Goes through Does the he? channel. Well, I don't know if he's... The canal? On, I think we would be able to see him. I'm not sure he would pass our house. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's kind of a way to cross. There's a little canal that cuts across the middle of our island that lets you get from one side of the island to the other without having to go all the way around through the gulf side or the atlantic side and it's it's all very shallow and it's hard to get there yeah for the road for sugarloaf boulevard it's a little bridge yes there's a teeny tiny little bridge over the canal so he goes out um we know he went out because uh a neighbor has a surveillance camera that's pointing into his backyard into the water right so it's got like the grass in his backyard and then it's got the water and at 1:54 p.m they see Jason's boat go past 
So yeah, I we, mean the the, cana- the deep part of the the dredged part of uh, the bay here goes right by all the houses. So that's pretty normal. Yeah, you'd be you, you're hugging the shore. Mm-hmm. So he goes out there. Um, so there's video of his boat going past. So uh, the boat for those of you who are boat people is a panga, 25 foot panga. Um, so it's kind of navy blue on the side. It's light blue on the inside. Um, so 1.54 p.m., this camera captures him going out. He has his cell phone with him. And, it, you know, if you're way out in the back country, which is like a few miles from the inhabited area of the Keys, you're not necessarily going to get much of a signal. Though you can actually get it quite a ways out there. I mean, I've kayaked out there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he has his cell phone with him. And his cell phone pings around 3.15 p.m. on November 22nd, kind of near Route 1. Like, it's not it's not on some kind of distant tower. Right. Um, he pings sort of near Kujoki, which is the next island next to ours, at 3.15. So it's one ping, right, which doesn't give you a lot to triangulate. But he's around then, and he's moving. Um at the same time, so between 2.30 and 3.30, some people say we totally saw his boat. And it's in kind of the same location where his phone pinged at 3.15. So they, they don't remember the exact time, but they say between 2.30 and 3.30. They see his boat and they remember his boat because a lot of people have um, kind of canvas, um, I don't know, little roofs. <laughs> On yeah. their boat. Yeah, What's to the cover thing? the steering wheel, right? I don't know what it's yeah, called. Yeah. yeah, it's like a little, it's just a little thing. There's like four arms that prop it up. And it's to put you in the shade because it's so damn hot. Yeah, but, um, it's, but it's not much of a roof. It's just if you're at the steering wheel, you can you can get you some got a little shade. sunshade. Yeah. yeah, it's like the boat equivalent in a, of an umbrella. <laughs> except yeah, it's got really, four yeah. sides instead of one in the middle. Yeah. Um, and so when you put one of those on your boat, and this is a very Keysian problem, you have to make sure that it's not so tall that you can't drive your boat under a bridge <laughs> at high tide. <laughs> because yeah, because it gets real. Some of those bridges get real low during high tide. Our bridges don't go up. You know, in a lot of Florida, um, if you're up on mainland Florida, the bridges are kind of like humps. It's like a little hill. And ours are not. Our bridges are at the same level as the water. They don't go up. Um, and so at high tide, there can be like a kind of limited space. And in fact, one of our neighbors here took me out on their boat once and they just had a new canvas on it. And they're like, yeah, we came to this bridge at high tide and measured, like brought a Oof. tape measure to measure the distance from the deck <laughs> we don't to the make bottom it too of the high. bridge. So we didn't make it too high. So it's not standard. For one, uh, one thing, it's not standard for anything. No, it sort of depends like what bridges you plan to go under. Where do you live? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so someone on... Uh, Upper Sugarloaf Key, which is our island, the other side of our island, um, they remember him going because they said his boat was probably too tall to fit under the bridge at high tide. Oh, they they eyeballed it and were like, ooh. And ee. that's why they remember. They're high like, tide, how does that get, guy get under the bridge at high tide? Yeah, yeah. Um, but there also was a storm coming in at the same time. And so they said, you know, they remember his boat going pretty fast. Um, presumably because he was trying to get ahead of the weather and get home. Stormlit. So the same person who has the backyard camera um, that saw him going out 
does not have footage of him coming back in, but it does have this storm that blew through at 346. Wow. Okay, so just to do the timeline again, 154, so just before 2 p.m., he's going out. 315, his cell phone pings. Around the same time, somebody sees his boat in around the same place. Where they see him is less sheltered than where we are. Yeah, they see him, for those of you who know your Keys geography, in the space between Upper Sugarloaf Key and Kujo Key. So there's a, you know, there are two islands. There's a bridge that connects them. And he's kind of in that space between the two. Yeah, it's more open, more open water. It's not open water, open water, but it's more open water, more windy. Yeah, that's right. You can, it's definitely, you know, we're kind of in a, in a sound, right? Like it's, it's. There's mangroves and stuff on all the sides. Um, so he's not out like in the middle of the Atlantic or the middle of the Gulf, but but there's a bit more weather there. Um, you know, that said, when the weather comes through here too, it gets really windy and the waves get um, get up and everything. Yeah, 20, 20 mile an hour winds or 20 knot winds are pretty blowy here. Yeah, so, all right, so stick with me on the timeline here and go. 154. He, his boat leaves his house. He's spotted on the camera. So just before 2 p.m. 3.15, they get his cell phone ping. About the same time, people see him in the same spot that his cell phone pinged. Yep. Um, heading kind of towards, from the Gulf side towards the Atlantic side. So Route 1 divides the Gulf and the Atlantic. And he's on the Gulf side, but he's heading towards the Atlantic side. Um, a storm blows through at 3.46. So he's seen around 3.15. His phone pings around 3.15. 346 there's a storm that comes through um i mean this isn't like a hurricane right but it like it absolutely like the winds pick up it gets wavy um not fun to be out there when that happens even though they don't last for a huge amount of time um and the people who have the security camera that's looking out to the water again they don't see him coming past but they do show the storm coming through and you can if you go to that website findjasonheath.org you can see that storm coming through and that's it. Jason Heath has not been seen uh, since those people saw his boat between 2.30 and 3.30 and his cell phone pinged. So um, he was supposed to go with his family to New Jersey for Thanksgiving. So he's supposed to go up. They've all, you know, they're all going up together, like a whole bunch of the family. Um, he's obviously not just going to like take off. <laughs> I mean, one, his boat's really small. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go to Cuba or I'm going to boat up to Miami. There are people with boats that could be like, I'm going to Miami for the weekend. That is not what he has. He's got no. a little... This is a two-hour cruise kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. In like calm, shallow waters. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, so that's not what he's doing. He had talked to his dad around noon. So he went out just around 2 p.m. He would talked to his dad around noon. No problems. Like, no weird plans. He's dressed in like shorts and a t-shirt, just go out for a couple hours. Um, they haven't found anything. So obviously his family reports him missing when he doesn't come back in. The Coast Guard, Fish and Wildlife, the Monroe County Sheriff, obviously tons of people around here um, go out looking for him. Right, and they found neither him nor his boat. They have I mean, found it's nothing. Not, it's not like they found the boat drifting without him or anything like that. This is just like, it's all disappeared yeah so there's a twenty-five thousand dollar award now for the return of jason or the boat Ugh, um so you know, not because the family wants the boat back that hard but they're just you know 
They want they, some closure. Yeah, they do. And they're, you know, they have been posting on Nextdoor and, you know, I mean, they're realistic about it. Like he hasn't been seen since November 22nd. So it's not like they think he's just hanging out somewhere. You know, they they know that, it, you know, something probably happened and he's probably, you know, not alive anymore. But you still want to know. No of kidding. course. Totally. It would be great if if he's whatever stranded on an island with a bunch of coconuts and wouldn't that be great yeah but um you know they just want to know what happened so yeah he was wearing a short sleeve navy t-shirt gray shorts sandals and an apple watch in this 25 foot boat um nobody has seen him so the coast guard everybody has done a bunch of searches um and they have again on the website findjasonheath.org they have a map of all the search areas so that the Coast Guard, the Sheriff Fish and Wildlife did, plus all the people who have gone out to search for him. Um, so they, you know, everybody has to use a GPS because the water is too shallow to boat in, in a lot of places. So you all, I mean, I think most boaters have a GPS, but you always have one out here to make sure that you're not going to run aground. And so they're sharing those GPS coordinates. And so there has been a huge search kind of across the whole backcountry out on the Gulf side plus some going out into the Atlantic, um, especially around Lois Key, which is also known as Monkey Island, which you've heard us talk about with the Coconut Harry case. That's the golden retriever that got swept off the boat and was found like 10 days later when they still had monkeys on that island. King of the monkeys. Um, people have searched out there, which is kind of the only island out there. You know, there's there's some whatever little mangrove sprouts, but like in terms of an island with like land on it, there's just not much out past the end of the keys that are on Route 1. Um, Lois Key or Monkey Island is one of those. They've searched around that. There's just nothing. There's no sign of anything that has come out. Um, like I said, there's there's no suggestion from anyone, and you know I've been following this as much as possible that um, that he would have that he did this on purpose, right? It seems really clear that like. He was out there. The storm came through. Something happened, um, and he disappeared. But it's just such a mystery. I mean, it, it is it's absolutely very mysterious. A, you don't you don't you don't even get to intent yet because you don't even know what the heck happened. Yeah. Yeah, and and like he wasn't in these like super desolate areas, right? Like when his cell phone pinged and when the people saw him, the people saw him because he's going past places that people live, and. And there's quite a distance, you know, I mean, a mile or so that if he were if he were being swept out to the Atlantic side, he would have been going past residential areas that are looking at the water. Um, If he were if he somehow turned around and was going back out under the Gulf side, there's lots of other boats. I mean, there's some residential stuff, but there's a lot of other boaters that are just out in those spaces like it's a really well traveled yeah. Space it's for a, it's a real outlier because we've heard, we've heard a lot of stories in the last few years about people capsizing or getting thrown overboard or you know a dog jumping overboard or something and and there's so many other people around in the coast guard and everyone that they're recovered usually. yeah and they swim ashore somewhere or they're recovered it's just not that it's not the Pacific it's not like you know no. ten days at sea or anything like that this is there's stuff everywhere that's right and the I mean, the people who die down in the Keys, usually it's like they have a heart attack while they're snorkeling or something. It's not people, you know, I guess some people like crash their boat into a bridge, but that's like violent and you know that the thing happened because a ton of people see it happen. So it's not like, oh, boats all the time just get like 
capsized or destroyed in storms and people are lost like the it, it's a shallow calm place most of the time in yeah. terms of the being and, on the water and populated i mean just yeah. just patrolled and populated yeah so so it's very mysterious um obviously like super sad for his family who's been looking for him since you know late november yeah. and just you know i think everybody has been trying to help um we all you know everybody on the key is like you know all the keys around here is kind of out looking right when they're on their boat they know that this is a thing to look for um and there's just kind of nothing there so uh we know that most of the people who listen are not down here in the keys but if you come down or if you know people down here um send them to the website findjasonheath.org it's got it's extremely well done the website they've put together they have a PDF flyer, they have photos, they've got all the video that we talked about, pictures of the boat, pictures of, like a ton of pictures of Jason, um, video of the storm coming through, like anything that you would need to know in a case that has very little information, like they have it all yeah, put together there. You can just tell, I mean, I would be too, just, just, they're just desperate, right? I mean, it's just like, you just wanna That's know. So sad. It's so frustrating, like hopeless, despair. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're n we don't have a boat, right? Like we kayak and, and paddleboard. But if I had a boat, I 100 percent me, right? Like I don't, I've never met this guy. Would have been out there, sure, looking all the Combing time, the, like whatever, right? Can the you find area. anything? And there's just been no sign at all. Um, you can see all of the GPS tracks of the people who have gone out looking. Plus, I'm sure there's plenty of other people who just like in their you know normal boating where they're going out fishing, going out whatever they know you know to look for this that this yeah. that if, if uh, they saw a capsized boat they'd be like oh is that is that jason heath's yeah I mean, anything right any little yeah, sign a, that a there's something that's right a boat cover or something whatever you look for yeah yep so um yeah like there's no good answers but you know obviously this guy is our neighbor his family is our neighbor um they would love to get some answers so if you're coming down here to the keys keep an eye out if you're boating down here in the lower keys um you know, my guess just based on the weather would be especially on the Atlantic side. Um, if you're out, you know, this boat would not have done well out in like the open Atlantic. It's it's not really designed for that. I am not an expert on like tidal patterns and, and weather or whatever. Uh, but the back country on the Gulf side has been searched pretty extensively and there's a ton of people out there. So um, anywhere you are, take a look. But especially I would say on the Atlantic side, which seems like it had was less aggressively searched. And uh, if you're not coming down, still worth sharing the website. It would be great to, you know, have somebody find this and, you know, give some information to the family who's still really wants answers, even if they're not going to be great. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's just a, the, if you know, it, it, it helps you link things up if you find something. Yeah, so just one more time, the website is findjasonheath.org. And, um, you know, I've been reading the next door. I've been reading the stuff from the family. I've talked to some family friends. Um, everything you need is on that website. And, and it, there's nothing that you're going to find in another source that they haven't included. They did a really good job. And there's contact info on there, too, if you have any info. So, yeah, that's our local mystery tragic episode tragic yeah mystery. it's so it's so sad i feel so bad for them because they you know they're you can tell from their posts that they are really desperate to find him and just not you know and and they appreciate that people have helped and they're just not getting anything so um yeah that's it that's it for this time 
Yeah. Find Jason Heath Pedwork. So share it even if you can't come down here and look. Yeah. Hopefully there's some information that comes out. It would be great. We'll keep you updated. Uh, and until next time, don't conk out. Don't conk out. Bye. <laughs>